Hi, my name is Michael Lefebvre. Welcome to my podcast, The Bible is Beautiful. This is the fifth episode in a six-part series on the book of Jonah. In this episode, Jonah confronts God, and God teaches Jonah a lesson on love by his encounter with a worm. Jonah is famous for his whale story, but his ultimate lesson comes through this worm story. The encounter is found in the final chapter of the book, Jonah chapter 4. Let me read the opening verses where Jonah and God finally talk. We will get to the worm after that. The passage begins, It displeased Jonah exceedingly that God relented of the disaster that he had said he would do to Nineveh, and he was angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my country? That is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Do you do well to be angry? That, my friends, is the great confrontation this book is all about. On the one hand, we have God's great love, and on the other, we have Jonah's anger. That is the confrontation this story has been all about, brought to bear in that soul-searching question. In the face of all you know about God's love, Jonah, do you do well? To be angry. With that question lingering in the air, God sets up another object lesson for his angry prophet. It is an object lesson involving a plant, a worm, and a desert wind. Let me set the scene. After God asked Jonah about his anger, verse 5 reads, Then Jonah went out of the city and sat to the east of the city and made a booth for himself there. He sat under it in the shade, till he should see what would become of the city. The Ninevites were inside the city, undoubtedly rejoicing. But Jonah went outside the city to stew in his anger. With his back to the sunrise and a makeshift booth for shade, he watches. Jonah hopes that, when the fortieth day comes, God will yet destroy Nineveh. But while Jonah waits for God to judge Nineveh, God begins another object lesson for Jonah. There are three elements in this final object lesson. Each element is introduced by the word appointed. God appointed three things. First, God appointed a plant. A plant grew up overnight, so that the next morning Jonah had shade. He'd made a booth from sticks. But it was God who caused a plant to grow over it, making it a true source of shade. Verse 6 says, Jonah was exceedingly glad because of the plant. The second element was the worm. God allowed Jonah to enjoy the shade of the plant for one day. Then at dawn the next morning, God appointed a worm that attacked the plant so that it withered. As the sun rose, the plant shriveled. Then came the third element. Third, God appointed a scorching east wind 
and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint. God not only removed the shade to expose Jonah to the sun, he also added a scorching desert wind, and Jonah was withering in its heat. That was the three-part object lesson, by which God opened Jonah's eyes to a new perspective captured in their resumed dialogue at the end of the chapter. After the withering of the plant, Jonah was hot again, not just in temperature, but also in temper. Jonah had been angry at the grace God showed to Nineveh. But through the object lesson, Jonah was now angry at the removal of grace when he was the one in the hot seat. Notice how God draws out this new perspective from Jonah in their final dialogue, beginning with a new version of the question where they had left off the conversation earlier. Previously, God had left Jonah with the question, Do you do well to be angry? Now the conversation resumes with a new adaptation of that question. God said to Jonah, Do you do well to be angry for the plant? And he said, Yes, I do well to be angry, angry enough to die. And the Lord said, You pity, or you have compassion over the plant, for which you did not labor, nor did you make it grow, which came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should not I pity, or should not I have compassion upon Nineveh, that great city, in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left, and also much cattle? Here is the book's final joke, and the joke is on Jonah. Through the object lesson, God tricked Jonah into redirecting his passion. I use the word tricked because God led Jonah to admit that the real focus of his anger should be the loss of the plant. But Jonah did not realize the implications of this new focus of his passion until God drove the point home with the final explanation. God asked Jonah, Do you do well to be angry for the plant? That added phrase, for the plant, is the key element of God's probing. Jonah answered the query correctly. Yes, Jonah answered rightly. I do well to be angry for the plant. Jonah is right this time. God led Jonah into admitting that the loss of shade not the loss of judgment, is what one ought to grieve. Jonah did not realize the full implications of his answer yet, but we know that Jonah's answer is correct this time because God builds on Jonah's answer to drive home his final lesson. God affirms Jonah's newfound passion to pity the plant and draws the analogy to the need to show that same pity over Nineveh. Nineveh is full of tens of thousands of children who have no control over the wickedness of the city and many livestock as well. If only for their sakes, should not a prophet of God be filled with compassion toward Nineveh and yearn for their shade, just as Jonah yearned for his own shade when he faced heaven's heat? Jonah learned the hard way. 
God calls us to love our enemies. And that is a lesson we too must continually learn and relearn. Love your enemies. Don't excuse their evil, but love them all the same. You see, Jonah's story is carefully nuanced. God never instructed Jonah to ignore the actual wickedness of Nineveh. God wanted Jonah to confront Nineveh, and God wanted Nineveh to turn from their evil ways. Violence, oppression, abuse, and evil do matter and must be addressed. But God calls us to love, even to love the enemies we must confront. That is easier to say than to do. Too often we mouth words of love for our enemies, but inside we are harboring bitterness, and our actual desire is to see them put to shame. That is why this story is here to help us. The story of Jonah is a mirror. It is a mirror that helps us to see our anger more clearly so that we can repent of our bitterness. But the story is also a window. It is a window that helps us to see God's compassion toward our sin more clearly so that we can renew our commitment to reflect that same love. Who are the Ninevites in your world? You don't have to excuse their faults to love them. But Jonah's story teaches us to abandon our bitterness in order to love our enemies.